Giles Beckford, our RNZ business editor, is in the studio right next to me. Tēnākui, Giles. Kia ora to you, Charlotte. PGG Wrightson is preparing for a tough year. Yes, the uh, rural supplies business has posted what it calls a strong result in the face of bad weather, easing prices and volatile market conditions. Profit for the year ended June was down 28% to $17.5 million, despite a small lift in its revenue to $976 million. Well, Chief Executive Stephen Guerin says the strong first half underpinned the full-year result, with a record year for the retail and water business, solid performances for livestock, and the one dark spot would seem to be the rural real estate market. But he says with the economy slowing, commodity prices falling and the overhang of the bad weather and cyclones, it's likely to be a different story this year. We know that those clients which, uh, that have been impacted by the cyclones, uh, particularly horticultural, but not limited to horticultural clients, uh, in the Hawke's Bay and Tarafati, you know, there's land that's still undergoing remediation. Uh, customers won't necessarily make planting, replanting decisions immediately this year. Uh, we also know that there is um, a softening milk price out there from Fonterra. Um, so that's going to be an impact. We're certainly seeing sh- uh, softer sheep prices through our, uh, our livestock business. And talking to the processors, there is softer demand in the sheep market offshore. So that's going to uh, create a, a soft uh, year that's going to be a bit more challenging in the year that we've got ahead. Well, Stephen Guerin says the mood on the farm is downbeat and he expects many of his customers to run at a loss this year. And more on that particular aspect in the rural news after the 12.30 headlines. Well, house prices continue to fall amid a short supply of properties. The Real Estate Institute's House Price Index for July, which measures the changing value of properties, is down almost 7% on last year. Last month's sales did rise 1.6% on a year ago, but they fell nearly 16% on June. Well, the Institute's chief executive, Jen Baird, says the market is usually subdued during the winter, especially leading into a general election. We are seeing sellers being very cautious. Um, you know, not a lot of new properties coming to market. So that means that the ones that are there are selling. Um, but if you have been in the market as a buyer for a wee while, you've seen everything that's in the market. And if that doesn't suit you, you have to wait for those new listings. And they are thinner on the ground than they have been. Well, the median house price uh, also fell about 5% to $770,000. In Auckland, it was down 9% to $990,000. A new convenience store chain believes it will be able to offer more competitive prices, having signed a wholesale agreement with Woolworths. The agreement will see Woolworths provide groceries to the Quickmart branded stores, which are owned by the National Retail Group. The deal means Woolworths wholesale business now has 15 customers supplying 25 shops, remembering that freeing up the wholesale market and groceries was a key object of the Commerce Commission market study. National Retail Group Director Sandeep Agarwal says the deal with Woolworths could see stores save 5 to 10% in costs. He says the agreement will benefit customers and the stores themselves. What is happening at present is the retailers are actually going up in the supermarkets to shop there, to buy the products for their retail stores. So with this agreement, we will be able to source the products from Bullsworth and supply uh, these products to the retailers at their doorstep, which is going to save lots and lots of time and money and energy to the retailers. 
and um, secondly is is the is the lower price because because of the strategic partnership you know the price at which the wools was will be supplying us the products you know it's definitely going to save money Sandeep Agarwal says the Quickmart chain currently has just two members, but it does expect to add 20 by this month and 50 in six months. Tight hiring conditions for businesses may be easing as the number of casual workers applying for shifts outstrips the demand. The first jobs index by the temporary and casual staffing platform Sidekicker shows the number of workers applying for shifts increased by more than 200% on a year ago. That was despite the average business posting 46% more shifts over the same period. Well, Sidekicker's chief executive, Thomas Amos, says the increase in migrant workers is bringing more competition into the casual labour market, with the biggest increase for demand for work in the hospitality sector. Meanwhile, new data from the job advert uh, platform Seek shows double-digit growth in applications for jobs last month, while the number of job adverts fell for a fourth consecutive month, and they're down 26% on a year ago. And staying with Labour, new laws aiming at uh, protecting migrant exploitation or reducing migrant exploitation come into force next year, but an employment lawyer says it'll only be useful if it's enforced properly. The worker protection law comes into effect from early January and it amends various acts, including immigration and employment relations. Among the changes, the law will introduce new penalties for breaching migrant worker rights. It will also require employers to comply with labour inspector requests within 10 days. Employment lawyer Barbara Bucket of Bucket Law says enforcement is the key to ensuring migrants aren't exploited. This is sort of a halfway house where it's sort of like an instant fine arrangement. So you, if you don't comply, there are infringement offences, infringement notices and instant fines. Of, But again, the penalties for breaching this is what, $1,000 for each employee uh, and 3000 if you're a company. It's not great in the scheme of things and it still possibly doesn't provide enough disincentive, fiscal disincentive for people to try and get away with it. That's employment lawyer Barbara Bucket. Let's catch up on the markets now. Coming up to 22 minutes past 12, I'm joined by Simon Bradley of Jarden Securities. Kia ora to you, uh, Simon. Kia ora, Giles. Well, let's have a look at the local share market first of all. Uh, it was looking a bit on the soft side last time I looked. How's it faring now? Yes, you're right. It still is a pretty sluggish session on the NZX this morning ahead of the RBNZ OCR decision tomorrow. Uh, most market watchers not expecting any change there to that current rate of 5.5%. NZX 50 is currently down 22 points or 0.2% at 11,804. Um, Heartland is the best performer on the NZX 50 today, up 3 cents or 1.7% at $1.75. Genesis Energy up 3 cents or 1.2% at $2.55. And KMD Brands is up 1 cent or 1.1% at 90 cents. At the other end of the ledger, the laggards today are Kiwi Property down 1.5% or 1.6% at 91.5 cents. Oceania Healthcare is down 1 cent or 1.3% at 75 cents. And the NZX is down a cent or 80 basis points at $1.20. Right. What's it like in Australia? Yeah, we're 25 minutes into the session there. The ASX is currently trading up 23 points or 0.3% at 7,300. Today we do get RBA minutes and the Australia Q2 wage price index data. That's due around 1.30pm New Zealand time. And SEEK is trading down 8% following those full year 23 results that you mentioned earlier. 
So let's have a look at the New Zealand dollar. And it's been on the back foot for a, a couple of days now. Six-month low against the US dollar. A seven-year yeah. low against pound sterling. Can you give us some explanation as to why that might be? Yeah, exactly, Giles. You're right. Um, it's trading lower again this morning. Look, markets are very weak still around and pessimistic um, around China, and that definitely continues to weigh on market sentiment. The NZX, uh, the NZ dollars, really struggled of late. Um, that's in the face of those rising US bond yields that we've seen, as well as a stronger US dollar. Um, this morning, Kiwi is currently buying 59 spot 72 US cents, 92 spot 03 Australian cents, 54 spot 75 euro cents. 47.08 Great British pence, 86.95 Japanese yen, and finally the Kiwi's currently buying 4.33 Chinese yuan. Which leaves us interest rates, oil and gold. Yes, the New Zealand 10-year Treasury yield currently trading at 4.97%. The three-month bank bill trading at 5.68%. Brent crude oil is trading at 86 dollars and nine. Uh, US dollars a barrel, and gold is trading at 1,907 US dollars an ounce. Thank you very much. That's Simon Bradley from Jardin Securities. Time to tell you that the Hotel Council is quite pleased with the ditching of compulsory COVID-19 isolation rules. It says it should help the industry attract international tourists. Strategic Director James Doolan says New Zealand was well behind Australia, which ended its isolation rules 10 months ago. Says compulsory isolation rules have been putting off tour organisers and other high-value international travellers, especially when most comparable, comparable international destinations had long ago ditched the restrictions. We'll update the uh, news and the numbers for you at around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that's business. Kia ora.